up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Twitter's a rat hole in the final analysis, and I have probably contributed to that while trying to use, understand, and master that horrible, toxic platform. All right. Well, how you doing? I'm Mr. Beat, and I am going to find out if I'm woke or not. So this is a very big event in my life. <clears throat> I first heard the word woke as a young man. I believe I was probably 30 years old, around that, that age. So this would have been uh, about 11, 12 years ago. Um, somebody called me it. And I was like, what, what does that mean? And they said, oh, well, you just know, you just know, you're aware of what's going on. <clears throat> and I still had no idea what they were talking about. But then I soon learned that, that uh, apparently being woke meant that you were awake to social injustice, that you understood that uh, there were entire systems that were oppressing groups of people and a lot of it was interconnected, and it went above like partisanship or anything like that. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's a good thing that that person called me that. And so I, uh, I actually called other people that. And then a few years later, I heard the word woke in a derogatory way, like it was a it was used to make fun of someone. So I was like, oh, maybe it means something else now. And my interpretation was that it was something uh, meant to crit critique someone who was being too politically correct. Growing up, that's the way we put it. Like if somebody was being too sensitive to everybody's needs, everybody's feelings, we called it, uh, you're trying to be politically correct. You're not trying to offend anybody. You're going out of your way not to offend anybody. And even uh, there's the, the comedian slash pundit, Bill Meyer, who had a show in the 1990s in, in the early aughts called uh, Politically Incorrect with Bill Meyer. That show got canceled because he was not politically correct when it came to talking about 9-11. And... Uh, a while later, he started a new show, Real Time, on HBO, and he still he says controversial stuff all the time, what you could call politically incorrect. And today, actually, Bill Meyer has actually transitioned to using that that word woke to criticize anyone who he thinks is being way too sensitive to uh, people's feelings. All right, so, but. The reason why I'm so fascinated by this word woke is because it really means different things to different people. It has so many different definitions. I mean, those are the two definitions that I am of, I'm most familiar with. But if you were to ask anybody what their definition of woke is, they're, they're going to give you something different than probably what you've heard before, because there's not really a well... Uh, established or well-accepted definition anymore. It's one of those words where it has become meaningless, much like the word fascism, much like the word socialism. These words no longer have meaning and therefore have no more utility when trying to educate, because that's mainly what I do. I'm, I'm an educator. I'm trying to 
explain things, usually explain historical events or concepts. And I always have a hard time trying to define um, fascism or socialism. And basically what I've learned myself when teaching is just avoid those words whenever possible. And woke is now a word that I think um, we should probably avoid. And uh, we're going to probably see this in real time. Now, when I say it's a, I, I would say it's more negative. It's more of a um, way to vilify someone than to praise someone today. It shifted about, I would say, 2016, 2017, during the Trump era, like especially when he was president, is when all of a sudden this word was no longer, no longer had a positive connotation. So here's another video uh, to show you. Uh, I started it off with Jordan Peterson, by the way, his uh, famous uh, memeable um, up yours, woke moralist. So here's another um, person. He's a comedian who makes fun of the word woke. And it, the video is called How to Tell If You're Woke. Are you even woke? This has been the question that's perplexed humanity for hundreds of hours since prehistoric times. And I'll also bet your life is pretty crappy not having the answer to this question. <laughs> Are you even woke? Come with me on a little journey to understand what it looks like to be woke. If you were woke, then you would. Be open-minded enough to see that you're never wrong. Ask every person you see if they think we're living in a simulation. See insensitivity in everything everybody else does. Okay. Know that focusing on the problem and not the solution is the solution to any problem. Use taking the red pill or the blue pill matrix analogies at least once in every conversation. Talk about blockchain technology over avocado toast and a $6 coffee that you didn't use the blockchain to pay for. Know exactly how to criticize every public policy in a precise way that won't make any difference. If you're woke, then you would be advanced enough to see how progressives aren't progressive enough, how the left is too far to the left, how the right is too far to the right, and how people in the middle are too indifferent. Ever eat bread that's not artisan, whole wheat made from heirloom Italian wheat seeds with the flair of impossibly gluten-free attitude? Never eat meat that's not hormone-free, antibiotic-free, free-range, grass-fed, and cuddled at night. Never eat meat that's made out of meat. If you were woke, then you would know that the government's trying to deceive you no matter what they're telling you. See the Illuminati. All right, I, I think we get it. Basically, the joke is that somebody who is woke is... Uh somebody who virtue signals all the time. They want to let everybody know that they have the moral high ground, okay? And by the way, that channel is called Awaken with JP. Uh, I came across his channel a few years ago, but he's apparently now, like, that's his whole thing, is he just makes fun of so-called woke people, and he has a pretty big uh, conservative following. Uh, all right, so enough of that. We're going to take a test. I'm going to take a test and I'm, we're going to see if I am woke or not. And if I am woke, I just want to tell you that um, either, well, probably for most of you, I'm sorry that I'm woke, okay? Um, that it's just this test that I'm taking. And, you know, it's one test, but I feel like it's more of a negative thing than a positive thing these days. So I'll, I'll say I'm sorry. But also, if it's still a good thing, I know some of you still think being woke is a good thing. I just want to tell you that uh, just because I'm woke doesn't mean you should listen to everything I say. Just because I have awesome opinions doesn't mean that 
you know, you should take what I say as gospel. So continue to question everything and critically think, of course. Don't just blindly follow a YouTuber, especially. And uh, we'll do this together, but I encourage you to take this quiz on your own. You can say in the, uh, talk in the chat about how you would answer. Oh, I've got some super chats. Thank you so much. Holy crap. Nick, thank you. He, and Nick paid me in pounds. Thank you very much. Alexis, thank you. Oh, another person who paid me in pounds. Cool man so, 61. I'm sure. Oh, I I'm not talking to you. I've said Alexa accidentally. Um, thank you, cool man 61. Woke nowadays with how it's used it used means as sellouts. Yeah, I've heard that that uh, interpretation as well. Oh, Nick again. Oh, they forgot to post a question or a message. Can you please do a video ranking British prime ministers? I'm only aware of like 10, so I don't know how, maybe I can convince another, um, a British historian or Br British history tuber to do that. And then maybe I can join in with them, but I feel like I'm not qualified to do that. I'm so sorry. Oh, Michael. Hello. Knew you were, uh, knew you weren't woke when you told us you didn't support COVID vaccine mandates. Oh, so apparently, um, Supporting COVID vaccine mandates is woke. I didn't know that, <laughs> to be honest. I didn't know. Um, well, yeah, no, I'm generally against uh, federal mandates of any kind. Um, if you're familiar with my political views, I did a whole stream where I took political tests. I'm a big fan, generally, of federalism and of localism. What's right for um, Florida is not going to be what's right for California. So, um, I think mandates should have been done at the local level. Federal mandates is what I was specifically against. And the mandate that uh, President Biden did regarding, um, he was, well, it got rejected ultimately, but um, in terms of having certain workers get vaccinated, I think it was a little bit too much overreach. That's specifically what I was talking about. Um, yeah, I'm vaccinated as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> totally. Because uh, I like living and I like my loved ones living. All right, Jank, Jank. I just said Jank. I combined your, I combined your name, Jake Bunker, into Jank, and then, no, not the Jank Uger. No, Jake. Thank you. You're. Oh, thank you so much for the kind words. And yes, I just uh, surpassed nine hundred thousand subs when I woke up this morning. That's what I woke up to. So that was really awesome. Thank you for subscribing to my channel. By the way. All of you who are watching, who are subscribed, it means a lot. Indu, good to see you here. Thank you for that. Being woke is just a dis distraction from the issues. I would say it's, yeah, it's a buzzword. I would agree with that statement. It's mostly there uh, as a weaponized uh, rhetorical um, weapon. Oh, thank you, Killa Satoris 99 That's really kind of you. All right, so without further ado, we're going to take the, the woke test. Um, again, the link is in the description if you want to take the test as well. Um, so IDR Labs, Individual Differences Research. I had never heard of this before, but it was it was making the rounds on social media. So I was like, oh, I'll check this out. So th they do provide a definition of what woke is. They say woke is a slang term that refers to one of the most prominent social movements in contemporary society. 
Its proponents see themselves as actively involved in the fight against social injustice and discrimination, while non-woke people tend to see them as hysterical or misguided. I think it's hilarious. Sometimes, I mean, I'm not laughing when I say it's hilarious. In the past, I have thought that it was hilarious that people, they see it either or. They see it as like one extreme or the other extreme. Whereas the vast majority of us are definitely on the spectrum somewhere in between. But they're just like, hey, you're either, you're either for uh, reform against social injustice. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that term social justice warrior back in the day. That was uh, another. So maybe that's a overlap here with what, what it means to be woke. But then uh, you're either that, you're either a social justice warrior, or you're completely somebody who just downplays any reform whatsoever. Like, oh, you want to change things for the better? You want to reform society? You're hysterical. Yeah, no, there's no, there's very few examples of people on the extremes like that. So anyway, let's just go through this. There's 32 questions. Question one, no human being can be free until every human being is free. So you can do the spectrum here. You can do, either do strongly agree, agree, uh, neutral, disagree, or strongly disagree. So um, I would say this is definitely, this is too, um, too much of an absolute statement because you can say that, um, let me zoom in a little bit on this. You see that all right? Let's see. Okay. Because, um, Well, the other thing is some people need to be locked up because they are harmful to to others. <laughs> they are taking away the freedom of others. Uh, a lot of people probably sh should have their freedom taken away and to protect the freedom of others. So I'm going to keep this one neutral. Question two, climate change and white supremacy are two sides of the same coin. What the heck does that even mean? No, I would say I would say <laughs> I would say strongly disagree on that. Question three: the conception that a real man—oh gosh, gender—the conception that a real man is tough and daring should be replaced by the conception that a real man is caring and compassionate. I think a real man means different things to different people. I think that uh, to me, I lean more towards being able to. Uh, provide and take care of your loved ones uh, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of that is, is protecting them, but you know, you can protect your loved ones in different ways. It doesn't mean you have to have like a gun or muscles or, or something like that. You, you can protect them in other ways. Uh, daring. And that's an interesting thing. Like a daring is uh, associated with higher levels of testosterone. So uh, actually if you, if you have higher level, levels of testosterone, but you identify as a woman or you biologically are a woman, uh, you actually, there's the research shows that you can be, you can take bigger risks than those with lower testosterone levels. So um, I'm not an expert on that, but I've, I, I'm, I'm familiar with that research. Okay. Uh, so yeah, this is just a dumb thing to present. I don't like this test already, but um, we're going to keep that one neutral. Question four. Actually, I want to see what you guys said on that. What did you say on the... <laughs> Check in with the comments. 
Oxford is in the um, the font or the college. I've been to. <laughs> oh, embrace the story. It's you. I've yeah. I've uh, I've been to Oxford with you. That's right. We hung out at Oxford. Uh, definitely. Is it okay? I, I, how do you know it's super woke? But thank you for that super chat. Subscribe to Embrace Historia, by the way. Everyone subscribe to Embrace Historia. Great videos, medieval history. Uh, okay, what are you saying about these questions? Oh, Stephen Scott's here. Good to see you. We need to agree as to what woke means before having a good discussion on the issue. I don't know if that's possible, but good to see you here, Stephen. Yeah, thank you for the super chat. I don't think it's possible for us to all agree on this. And so therefore, I declare that we stop using this word. Kind of like socialism and fascism. Thank you so much, Sammy. Yeah, I have plans to, uh, if I do reach a million subscribers, I'm going to make a compared video for the first time. Now, I've already made lots of compared videos, but this compared video would be different. It would compare Mr. Beat to another YouTuber by, you may have heard of by the name of Mr. Beast. I think I would have a lot of fun doing that. So that's, I, I've been saying that for years that if I ever reach a million subscribers, that's what I would do. So, <laughs> okay. Mrs. Beat is here. Oh, was it a joke? Did I miss the joke? Okay. I'm really slow when it comes to jokes. I, I'm the least observational person when it comes to like casual conversation. I am, I am awake because, uh, I don't think I'm sleeping at the moment. Um, all right, so yeah, let's go ahead and continue with this test. I didn't really see people talking about the last question. Question four, I believe that unless something is done, the climate crisis could be completely out of control in five years. I don't know, I'm conflicted on this one because I've seen some uh, climatologists um, say that, yeah, we need to act now if we're running out of time. There's even some that say we have already run out of time. It's our, We're already past the breaking point. I've seen others, though, say that, nah, I think we have a couple decades at least to get our, our uh, crap together. So, you know, I lean on experts uh, pretty, pretty hard when it comes to climate change. I'm not an expert when it comes to the climate, and so I haven't studied this self study this stuff myself. I haven't looked, you know, looked at the ice core cores that they dig up and I haven't studied the, the data too much. Um, I noticed this is already the second question though, dealing with climate change. So that's interesting how climate change is all, uh, apparently according to them, this is a, a woke thing. Um, I didn't know that. So let's see. Uh, I would say neutral, keep it neutral. Cause I really don't know. I, I would say, I'm very optimistic when it comes to this. I think that we're already seeing signs that um, we're going to make progress on this in terms of reducing fossil fuel usage. You can call me uh, naively optimistic. I don't care. Uh, I think that we can still make a lot of progress in the, the next couple decades. All right, question five. We have the most to learn from the people who are the most oppressed. Okay, this is an empathy question. Uh, speaking of which, um, the uh, other day on uh, Twitter, I had this tab pulled up. I responded to uh, my senator, Dr. Roger Marshall. He's a, a medical doctor, by the way, but he's also the now the senator of the 
great state of Kansas, where I'm from. And uh, he said, uh, ideological rot among young Americans driven by woke values and victim culture has gotten so bad that they've convinced themselves to sympathize with actual terrorists who hate America. And the whole reason why I'm doing this stream right now is because I was like, why do these politicians keep using this term when I, I don't know if it's clear what it means, and but they're still using it because apparently um, their biggest supporters, uh, you know, they all agree on, the, on what it means, I guess. So I said, what the heck are, quote, woke values? And then I had people uh, respond, and one person just said empathy. And they, they, uh, their username is bestest leftist. So they lean to the left politically. I find that uh, it's still a positive uh, word for many on the left, is what I'm saying. But anyway, this is the whole thing that got me like, oh, I should take this woke test on, in a live stream. Okay, back to it. I would say, I would say, uh, we have the most to learn. This is where I have issue with because um, we can learn from a lot of things. And so I'm going to keep this neutral. Question six. Science views that the universe is a matter to be used in much the same way as white men view women and minorities as objects to be exploited. What? Science views the universe as a matter to be used in much the same way as White men view, I'm a little confused by this. I'm just going to go ahead and put a disagree on this. Question seven, pointing out that other cultures don't have gay or trans rights is just another way of perpetuating the oppressive status quo. I don't necessarily think that it's always about like, oh, you just, uh, you're ignorant. Your ignorance is because of the obvious, like you just, um, it's obviously just perpetuating this. I don't think it's as simple as that. Um, I do think that other cultures have gay, um, are, or I do think that most cultures don't have gay or trans rights as much as the, the Western nations do. When I say the West, uh, I mean, Europe and the, the Americas and Australia, New Zealand. Um, however, like this is something I'm not, too terribly familiar with. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep this one neutral. It's These are really weird questions. Question eight. In this day and age, the patriarchy is largely a myth. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I disagree with this. Um, I would say I strongly disagree with this one. I think it's quite obvious. Uh, the evidence is overwhelming that the patriarchy is... Uh, has been well established for uh, a millennia, at least, you know, uh, thousands of years. Not every society, different societies. Some some societies have not had a patriarchy. Um, so it's definitely something more, uh, I, I would say, aligned with a lot of modern countries that, um, you know, a lot. unfortunately, a lot of the societies that were not patriarchal, um, you know, were wiped out. Uh, but yeah, Let's see what you're saying on this one. Woke. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. You think that women have struggled? Yeah, women. Uh, women still have huge obstacles. I mean, this is a 
Mr. Breast is a woke woke hippie. Still alive. Good to see you. If you're not a racist bigot, uh, oh, it's misspelled there, but yeah, homophobe or generally a sociopathic person, you're not woke, aka a decent human being. Yeah, I went there. Oh, yeah, that was a little harsh. <laughs> uh, took it before watching to be unbiased. I am slightly woke. Okay. All right. Thanks for sharing that, Matt. Okay. Well, yeah, so that's, I can definitely take a strong disagree on that one. Let's go on. Question nine. Traditional gender roles are largely determined by natural evolution and or a higher power. Um, what do you mean by traditional? Because again, like different civilizations have had different gender roles. Um, natural evolution and higher and, and or a higher power, like you mean belief in a higher power? And then when we say natural evolution, are we talking about uh, like natural selection? Are we talking about, I mean, there's other parts of evolution that, mo remember evolution is, uh, from what I understand, it's uh, not, uh, it's pretty random. Like it's not, it's mostly just, uh, okay, survival. Traits that uh, stick around for survival of a certain species. So, um, I lean towards disagree on this, uh, but I'm kind of neutral to just because the, the question is bad. But uh, I'll lean towards disagree on this one. Question 10, using brain imaging, imaging or genomic sequencing to legitimize race or gender stereotypes can never be scientifically justified. Okay, so they don't know. Apparently the person who wrote this test doesn't understand what race is. Race is a social construct. I repeat, race is a social construct. We made it up. Scientists have acknowledged this, acknowledged this for decades at this point. So if you don't, if you don't, dis, if you disagreeing with this fact is like disagreeing with evolution. I don't know if I can really even have a conversation with you if you can't recognize that race is a social construct. Whenever you're talking about um, biological traits. Um, that's a separate thing. That's a completely different conversation that should not be lumped in when we're talking about what race is. Race was invented by mostly the Spanish, thanks Spain, uh, to justify hi hierarchies. Actually, uh, the cynical historian just released a video about this, so I encourage you to watch his video. So when we, we talk about genomic uh, sequencing, um, yeah, so anyway, uh, can never be signed. Yeah, I strongly agree. That's a pretty, that's a white supremacist uh, type of question there, isn't it? That's a pretty disturbing question. Yeah, eugenics, right? That's, <laughs> it has eugenics vibes. Who made this this quiz? Charlie Kirk? Kirk? <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Anyway, moving on. Here's another climate question. The climate has always been changing. What we are going through now is just another natural cycle. Uh, there's overwhelming evidence that this time it's different. So if you if you look at every um, cycle throughout world history, this one is unique. Very unique. It's actually, when you actually look at the data, especially on a graph, it's, it's almost mind-blowing. We are living... 
through some crazy when we I mean, yeah, the climate's always changing. Duh. But this quickly, this like in our lifetimes, that is that's uh that's a new thing. There's only one other time in world history I think it got somewhat close. Uh, but they were able to explain that. Uh, I, I'm not a scientist, but please listen to the experts on this. So strong disagree on that one. I think I think I'm I'm kind of thinking that uh, if you uh, think that scientists know what they're talking about, the scientists who research research this stuff, if you think experts know their fields, you know, like if you think that a plumber who's been doing plumbing for 30 years is probably an expert at plumbing, then apparently you're woke. That's the vibes I'm getting from this woke test. Okay, anyway, question 12. Assuming that all women have vaginas is just another way of perpetuating oppressive stereotypes. Oh, okay, so they're mixing gender and biology here. Um, Okay. Another question I don't like. I'm going to keep it neutral here because it's not, they're mixing two different things. You really should break down what they're actually talking about. Question 13. In a conflict, one should always amplify the voices of the marginalized so that so that they have equal representation. Well, yeah. It, I mean, a big part of most modern democracies is uh, in whatever constitution or set of laws that you have in place for the democracy, you have built-in protections, per, built-in protections for minorities. So it's an extremely important, no matter what the minor, minority is, if it's a religious minority, if it's ethnic minority, um, if it's, uh, you know, even age minority, like there's only a few people over the age of 90 in every society, for example, then you should always um, make sure that you have extra protections in place because they are automatically going to be at a disadvantage. Um, now, how far do you go with that? That's up for debate. That's a constant debate that you should always be having. Uh, so amplifying the voices of the marginalized so they should have equal... Uh, the idea is that you have equal opportunity more than anything. And yeah, equal representation. Yeah. So I, I would say amplify. I would say agree, not strongly agree on that. That probably makes me woke. Question 14 of 32. Since women comprise half of the world's population, it is only natural that women should possess half of the world's wealth. I hate it when they say anything to do with like, oh, it's natural or traditional. It was... Um, yeah, this is, I would say disagree, but it's, I hate this question. Cannot stand it. All right, check in with the chat here. Addison, thank you. Uh, who do you main on Smash Brothers? Uh, I, when I used to play, which is a long time ago, uh, I usually went with Toad or uh, Donkey Kong. Uh, I don't know why. I, I don't remember why I did. That was uh, a long time ago. So quite a question, though. Thank you. Uh, oh, Matt, I already answered that. Okay. 
Uh, I would say, well, I gave it at the beginning of the stream, but just basically, and thank you, Alvar, for the super chat. I would say my definition leans more like you're you're too politically correct. You're too sensitive. Like you get offended by everything. That's basically, I think, in terms of the um, using it as a pejorative versus as a compliment. So it can maybe just two ways, like as a compliment, it's like, oh, you are awake to injustice and to the the structural problems that lead to oppression in society. But the negative definition is you are just, you're offended uh, when it comes to everything and you're just virtue, virtue signaling, basically. So I would say those are the two main definitions. But again, I've seen I've seen definitions all over the place. And it seems that for many, it's just one of those terms that people just call somebody if they just disagree with them on anything. I've been I've been called woke many times on social media, and it's like sometimes random. I'm like, how is that woke? I, I don't understand it. See, Nevada garbage trucks is calling me woke. See, so thank you for that. <laughs> These questions don't make any sense at all. Yeah, I, I hear you, cool man. Thank you, Ken. And Matt Kelly again. What's your thoughts on CTE education? Oh, I did a whole live stream on that uh, with, uh, I believe, the Cynical Historian. Uh, yeah. So go check out the Cynical Historian. Aaron, uh, looks like you have a YouTube channel there, if that's the name of your channel. If race is a social construct, what do you call groups of humans who share haplogroups, phenotypes, and common names? I think you need to go back to your biology biology textbook open it up and understand what genetics means um so i am not a, bi a biologist i feel like i i'm not qualified to explain it to you adequately i do also encourage you to again check out the cynical historian's video on this um because you're kind of falling into the trap of like oh well there's these patterns that overlap. So clearly race is a real thing that's biological. No, it's not. You fell for it. <laughs> Anti-woke people when they wake up. Oh, wow, look at all these. Mr. Solar Sun, thank you. Can you make a Supreme Court briefs on Penn Central Transportation v. New York City? That one uh, I think I've looked into before. I will double check to make sure it's on my list. Thank you for the suggestion. All right, back to the test here. We, test here, yeah. We are uh, we are almost halfway done. Question fifteen: Lax immigration controls undermine our nation's national security and put a strain on our resources. I do think I am concerned about this. Like, I generally lean towards open Im immigration as long as it's legal. Make it easy to immigrate to a new country. Um, but at the same time, if a country can't handle a, a huge influx of immigration, then you're actually um, not only hurting the people who already live in the country, but you're hurting the immigrants as well. If you can't provide resources for them, it's a lose-lose. And so you have to have resources in place before you uh, have, you know, a large number of people enter your country. That said, I think the United States... <laughs> It's pretty well equipped, especially if we, you know, focus a little bit more within our borders instead of outside our borders, getting involved with conflicts around the world. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, 
when they say lax immigration controls, I mean, this is something I think most people would agree with. So, but I don't see how this is, has anything to do with being woke. I really don't. Question 16, we should welcome those who want to come here if we want to create a world where everyone has the opportunity to reach their full potential. I, I think generally I do agree with this. That um, needs to be legal. So they're paying taxes and uh, they are, I mean, it's pretty clear that there's a labor shortage in, in many markets right now. Across the board, we are struggling to find qualified workers. And a lot of those workers do come from other countries and they're just not getting in, at least not legally. And it, it's a shame. We do need to, I think, make it easier to immigrate specifically to the United States. But um, but yeah, I think a country is more prosperous if it, it has uh, more immigration. I think that's what made the United States one of the richest countries in the world was because uh, of our openness to immigrants. Yeah, so I would just say agree. As a society, as... As society as a whole gets more wealthy, wealth will eventually trickle down from the rich to the poor, even in a capitalist economy. Ah, uh, this is uh, something that I know if I say agree with, it's automatically going to trigger people on the left. I mean, this was like the main criticism of supply side economics uh, that was popularized by the Laffer curve and the Reagan. Reaganomics, you know, in the 80s into the 90s and even to today, like neoliberalism, um, just, you know, it doesn't matter if a lot of the wealth is uh, unequal, because even if the, the rich are getting way richer, uh, the poor also will benefit, is the argument. I think uh, even in a capitalist economy, I think this is debatable. Um I, if the, I was a, as a younger man, I would have put strong agree, but I've seen uh, now at this point, I've, I'm 42 years old and my entire life I've seen incomes not really go up much at all, uh, but I've seen the price of housing, education, and healthcare dramatically go up. Um, and so whatever we have in place right now ain't working. Um, and so this whole trickle down thing, I think... Uh, I get the sentiment, but I'm just going to keep it neutral for that reason, because you can't. Uh, technically, it's true, <laughs> but wealth inequality, especially in the extreme that we see across many Western countries today, uh, is actually going to end up destroying capitalism itself at one point. If we don't rein it in and um, make some big reforms, in my opinion. Question 18, I believe that other cultures and minorities may have ways of looking at physics and mathematics that are just as valid as the Western way. Yeah, strongly agree on that one. 19, we are, we are all citizens of the world and should be allowed to live where we want to create a more just and equitable world. I do lean towards that view that... Uh, It'd be nice if one day we didn't even have borders that we could all just move wherever we wanted to without having to deal with passports and checkpoints. And I'm just generally somebody who's for freedom. And if we have to restrict movement, you're automatically taking that away. Um, and so I think kind of 
that's the libertarian side of me. Um, now the other, the flip side, of course, is safety, uh, protection of, of citizens is the primary job of any government. So, but, uh, yeah, no, I think I would agree on that. Question 20, not a day goes by without me thinking of how I can fight for a more just and equitable society. I see what they're doing here. A very leading question. Like if you strongly agree, then obviously you're woke. Um, I, my goal, my whole thing with my videos, especially in when I was in the classroom is spreading empathy, trying to make, make it so that people are not just thinking about themselves or their own families, but they're thinking about larger, the larger society, thinking about other countries, other cultures, other religions, other ethnic groups. And the whole reason why we want more empathy is we want survival of the human species. If our species doesn't survive, then nothing else matters. Uh, and so that means like we've got to make sure we can do whatever we can so that we don't kill everyone. We got to, so I think you need to think of it in terms of that. So when we say just and equi equitable society, I mean, this, these are loaded, lo loaded terms. <laughs> Um, when we say equitable, I mean, I, I do not want equal outcome. I want equal opportunity. So because of these loaded terms, I'm going to keep it neutral. 21, I have considered not having children out of concern for the climate. I have two kids, so uh, strongly disagree on that. <laughs> 22, a welcoming immigration policy is a moral imperative, as all nations have a responsibility to protect those seeking refuge and opportunity. I would say so. Yeah. Like, uh, to our best ability, you know, you want to back to that earlier question. You want to make sure you have the resources to, um, take an influx of immigrants. If you don't, then it's futile. You know, what's the point if, if they're going to be having just, just as bad circumstances in your own country as they did back in where they're fleeing from, then what's the point? Um, and so I would say agree, but with that caveat, all right, let's see what you all are saying here. Check back in. What would Mr. Beat want the world to wake up to? Uh, a place that is easier to live in. A place where it's easier to be happy. And that generally means everybody has more empathy and everybody's going to let you be who you are. They're not going to take away your freedom. The Desert Lad. Thank you. I got a 36.72%. I really think most of these questions are too absolutist, poorly written. I agree 100% Desert Lad. I call myself a, quote, libertarian and lean slightly protectionist. Well, those two are at odds with each other now. Come on now. If you're a true libertarian, you are free trade all the way. <laughs> but no, that's cool. Everybody has complicated political opinions. Thanks for sharing that. Dr. Phil's forehead is here. Considering your support of UBI and universal health care, but, but also you said tax cuts are usually good. How do you suggest we pay for these programs? I think all taxes suck. I've said this in my taxes video. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of go back and forth. I, I think uh, the main thing is I'm okay with taxes on bad stuff, stuff that are harmful to society. So I'm cool with carbon taxes, for example. I am cool with taxes on cigarettes. Um, taxes on all drugs for that matter, including I'm open to taxes on sugar because sugar is 
according to many experts, a drug. Uh, also, as far as wealth, I think we have a lot of people, a lot of wealthy people, I should say, that are not helping the economy. They're not helping the the interests of the entire society. Uh, put simply, they are hoarding wealth. Um, they're not reinvesting it back in. And it's purely just to kind of keep it there and to keep it in their families or whatever. They're never going to donate that money. They're never going to create jobs with that money. And so, yeah, I think uh, I'm open to some kind of ca either capital gains tax or wealth tax. Although the biggest problems with those two types of taxes are they're still going to find ways out of it. They're still going to find ways not to pay it. I'm actually strongly against an income tax. And I think instead of an income tax, we should have more of a wealth tax or a tax on assets because uh, income is the main thing we got. And uh, if you're taking all that away, yeah, that's definitely, I think. Anyway, that's just a, a quick overview. I go into more detail and I think another live stream. What's your opinion of the Barbie movie? I haven't seen it. Uh, so I don't really have an opinion on it. I'm sorry, Jason, but thank you for the super chat. Rude noise. Interesting choice for this test to bring up wealth inequality and all, at all, since that's arguably the topic culture wars strive to distract us from. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, culture war issues are put in place. And I know this sounds conspiratorial, but um, this is pretty like history shows us that uh, those who have power, those who are the quote unquote status quo, you know, they're at the type of they're, the, they're at the top of hierarchies. The people that are at the top of hierarchies, they want the people at the bottom of the hierarchies to not really realize how messed up the hierarchy itself is. Therefore, they need wedge issues. They need culture war issues to get us fighting amongst ourselves. That way, we, uh, we're not looking up at the real problem or the entire system itself. And we're just distracted by these smaller issues to hate each other when we all should be united against the hierarchy itself. That's the uh, George Carlin talked about this in his comedy all, all the time. He's really more of a philosopher at this point. Um, and I could go on for a long time about this because like abortion, for example, that's an issue. That's a wedge issue. It's purely there to divide because it's, if you look at polling on it, it's been very like 50, 50 for my entire life. Um, another culture war issue lately is the transgender thing. It's like, most people um, live their day-to-day -day lives without even encountering a transgender person. Um, so why should you get caught up in this moral panic of, oh, transgender people are coming to take your kids? It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, great question there. Thank you for that. Anthony, thank you. Would you support limiting the power of the Federal Reserve? Personally, I, yeah, I think uh, I lean towards that. They they have a lot of power, man. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Although I think it's good to have a Federal Reserve. Run for president 2028. No, I, I appreciate the, uh, the encouragement, but I do not ever want to run for president. I think that would be one of the worst jobs ever. But thank you for that. Blake, are you a Georgia since you learned about it? LVT, land value tax, baby. I wouldn't call myself a Georgist as I'm not very ideological, but I'm definitely sympathetic to uh, Georgism and specifically the land value tax. Um, and I'm paying close attention to what's going on in Detroit right now because they are starting to experiment with a version of a land value tax. It's very exciting times. All right.
Back to the woke quiz or test. You're right. Question 23. There are only two genders. Well, no. I mean, the experts all say there's more than two genders. So I'm going to lean on the experts here. I mean, I'm not somebody probably qualified to talk at length about this, but I disagree. If you let unpredictable unproductive people think they're special, you are giving them an incentive not to improve. Well, I think everybody should be thought of as special, you know, like our, our mommy told us when we were little. Um, I hope our mothers told us that. Maybe some did not. Maybe that's why there's some issues in the world. But yeah, we're, we all should be special. We all should have equal opportunity. Um, I think the uh, what they're kind of trying to get at, what they're kind of grasping at straws here, but I think what they're trying to imply is that we're giving all this extra attention on lazy people who don't do anything to produce for the good of society. Um, unproductive people, I think, is one of those uh, subjective um, describers, like descriptive words, like, I think everybody produces something of value. It doesn't mean though that we can monetize it. So for example, um, I, I have loved ones that they are not the best at getting around and, and doing physical labor. And uh, they don't even necessarily have uh, very many technical skills. However, um, they have a lot of social skills and they they uh, provide a value a lot of value in other people's lives by just being phenomenal people to be around that that makes other people happy. So j just hanging out with them makes people's days better. So would you call them productive? I mean, they're not getting paid to uh, uh, you know be great listeners in in a conversation. Um, the most common example we see with like you know people attack. Oh, you don't have a job. So you're just a freeloader. Well, a lot of times people that don't have jobs, they're actually working. They're just not getting paid for it. Um, they are often taking care of family members. Um, we see this a lot of times with a, a parent who stays home with little ones. So uh, are they unproductive um, just because they're not getting a, a salary where they report taxes, income taxes? I mean, it's ridiculous. So anyway, I want to keep this neutral because this is a, another ridiculous Question. Question 25. So-called free markets are inherently coded to favor white men. Uh, not always. Um, definitely, this is way too absolutist. I do think that over the last uh, several hundred years, uh, men with lighter skin color have generally had an advantage over those with darker skin color. But this has not always been the case uh, throughout human history. Um, Currently, it's, a, it's much better than it has been. I would say that in most societies around the world, it doesn't matter what your skin color is. Uh, if there's truly a free market, uh, then yeah, you, you can actually do quite well. Um, again, though, this is a loaded question by saying so-called and then putting free markets in quotes. And so therefore, I just hate it. I hate this question. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put disagree, though, even though I want to put neutral because I'm just like, ugh. 26. Hierarchies are necessary to maintain order and prevent anarchy. Oh, this is a, a classic question. Um, 
you see it on a lot of those political quizzes that I took in the live stream a couple of years back that I did. Uh, you have usually uh, traditionalists that le lean to the right that uh, are pro hierarchies, saying that hierarchies is why society is able to function. It's the opposite of, yeah, of anarchy, of chaos. Um, and even though anarchy and chaos are not synonyms, <laughs> they are not. Anarchy just means uh, no government. Doesn't It doesn't mean chaos. That shouldn't be assumed that that's what's going to happen. But generally, when we see uh, transitions between governments, there is chaos. Uh, and people call that anarchy. So that's why those two get conflated. Um, but they're not the same thing. Cut it out. I see you. All right. Anyway, uh, hierarchies. Uh, I, I think actually hierarchies do more more harm than good. I think if we had less hierarchies, we would be better off as uh, in most societies. So there you go. Disagree. I'm woke with that answer. I already know I am. 27. People of color are oppressed by white beauty standards in our society. I mean, oppressed is, is a strong word here. Um, I would say there's been disadvantages uh, because of the different beauty standards based on um, different, uh, you know, this is also something I'm not very knowledgeable about, but yeah, like based on your uh, ethnic background. Yeah. Like, so, uh, but oppressed is not the right word I would use. So I would say uh, disagree on that. That's a strong word. 28. Anybody who is not a white male is in some sense oppressed in our society. Uh, no, there are plenty of white males who are oppressed. Um, yeah, that's, uh, have you, have you walked through your city and seen all of the white males who currently are addicted to, uh, horrible, horrible drugs who do not have a home? Uh, yeah, strong disagree on that one. I, I mean, I guess they're implying that you're woke if you think that it's, if white males never have a problem, that's a ridiculous thing to say. Question 29, women and minorities cannot truly be themselves while they live in a society run by white men. Uh, I disagree with that because um, white men used to rule things in many countries. Uh, you know, speaking, uh, looking at American history, it was all white men there for a while in <laughs> early American history. And uh Somehow, some of them learned that, oh, we need to give rights to women, too. We need to give rights to uh, people of color. So I would disagree with that. Question 30. I champion those who are pushed to the margins so that they may have an equal place at the table. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, sh I, uh, I hope I do. I probably don't do enough, honestly, um, but I want everybody to have equal opportunity. I, I think that's, uh, I think most people would agree with that. Um, yeah, so um, you want everybody to have an equal opportunity. I think people that lean to the right and people that lean to the left would agree on that issue, I'd hope. In general, all indigenous, quote, ways of knowing are marred by subjectivity and bias, lacking objectivity and evidence. So this is a probably a postmodernism uh, uh, like predictor, I guess, if you think that postmodernism is um, an accurate way to describe the world around us, 
versus other schools of thought. Um, when they say indigenous, that's an, that's an interesting word to use there to describe ways of knowing. <laughs> um, but no, I think there are some things that uh, can be objective that are purely just only looking at the evidence themselves. I mean, things that humans have a hard time even describing because, you know, there are social constructs. There are a lot of things, most things that we talk about on a day-to-day -day basis, a human being came up with at some point. Um, however, there are things that we as human beings can't even, be, we don't even know how to describe them be, because we don't know much about them. I'm just going to keep that one neutral. Let's check in on the chat. We got one more question after this. Would you support an alt-right ban on lobbying? No, I would not because that goes against the First Amendment. However, that doesn't mean we can... Like, I think we should have a law called the Equal Access Law where a lobbyist should have the same access to a politician as anybody else. Because that would also... That would be good with the 14th Amendment. Equal access, equal protection under the law, equal opportunity... Um, that would be pretty revolutionary though. And I don't think, I don't think that has a, any chance of all of being supported. It's kind of radical. It's one of my most radical ideas, but lobbying, uh, just an outright ban on lobbying. I think you can't do that. That's against the first amendment. Johnny D. Thank you. Class struggle is the engine of history. Mr. Beat or Karl Marx. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who says that Marx has to have a monopoly on these ideas? I think uh, when we talk about class struggle, um, there's plenty of people that lean to the right who have brought it up, maybe not as articulately as Marx or Engels did, but um, I think this is something you constantly have to be uh, aware of. And I think more and more people on the right are aware of this. Um, they may not use the same language, but they're talking about the same stuff. If you really stop and listen to them, which I assume you probably lean to the left, most of you probably do, honestly. Oh, Nevada Garbage Trucks, did you mean to ask another question? But thank you for that. Trinity, I'm trans, mixed race, and consider myself woke. This test is weirdly worded. I got a 75%. <laughs> yeah, well, we all have complicated opinions, and I assume you you have a lot of, a lot of nuanced opinions. Um, you're probably not completely ideological. That's a good thing. It's good that you got not like 100% one way or the other. So, But thank you for that. I appreciate the support. Miles Davis, thirteen twelve. All right. If it's cool to pee your pants, consider me Miles Davis. Do you believe reparations have a chance of passing in Congress? Uh, no, I really don't. Um, how do you put a cash value on hundreds of years of forced servitude? Who would pay? That's the issue. I mean, and that's a very loaded question there. But yeah, that's always been my issue with reparations is how how are you going to actually how is it going to look in practice? And I think it's it's way too complicated. And some people would, I mean, no nobody would be happy with how you would do it. Um, that said, you can still do certain things, I believe, um, to make the starting line the same for everyone, to, for everyone to finally have um, an equal opportunity, because uh, most wealth is um, generational. It's it's handed down. And uh, I actually have an upcoming video about systemic racism that I hope to try to explain this. Um, a lot of people don't understand that um, like the huge advantage you have if you are able to inherit any kind of asset, even if it's a car, 
it's a big freaking deal. Um, because if you're constantly um, trying to get to the starting line to begin with, you don't even have a chance to compete. And when you don't have any assets to lean on, it's hard for you to get to that starting line. So anyway, thank you, Joshua. Thanks for the kind words. One of my favorite vids is the 1968 presidential election video. Sunshine of your love song fits the vid just perfectly. I mean, it was a big hit that year. That's why I picked it. But thank you for that. And I appreciate the words of encouragement and the uh, um, donation. Alex, good to see you here. Thank you so much for the congrats. Yeah, 900K uh, this morning. I woke up to it. It was great. What's your opinion on the homelessness crisis? I think about it all the time. I'm definitely, uh, this is probably what you wanted to ask earlier. Sorry that didn't go through. I think we need to provide housing to these folks who are experiencing homelessness. It's it's one of the great tragedies of our time. And the fact that so many dehumanize these people when many of them are just addicted to drugs and they should be getting medical treatment. It's uh, really messed up. Thank you for that though, Nevada Garbage Trucks. Jason, do you agree that the don't say gay bill by Ron DeSantis does more, a lot more harm than good? I'm a Republican who supports BLM, BLM and LGBTQ plus, by the way. Oh, good for you. Um, I would say, yeah, I, I would say now it is, it is misleading to call it the don't say gay bill, but we've seen already the unintended consequences of it. What they're trying to do, I believe, I, I believe some of them at least who supported the bill and in, in good faith were trying to say, hey, we're not going, we're going to try to keep all moral uh, influences out of the classroom. We don't want to influence the morals of kids. The problem is they were conflating just existing as a person. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people that's just who they are. They're gay, they're bisexual, they're transgender. That's just who they are. And so by, that's not a moral thing. That's just who they are. And so they, they mixed up those two. They conflated the fact that, oh, um, because a lot of their religious beliefs are, um, they think that it's religiously, well, they think it's morally wrong to be LGBTQ plus. And that's the, the root of the problem. And so, yeah, I think it's definitely done more harm than good. Um, maybe there's parts of it that I, I read it a long time ago. When I read the actual bill, I was like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought it was. I mean, they really, in the media, uh, a lot of corporate media really made it, sensationalized it. But yeah, it, it is overall uh, a crappy law that was passed by Governor DeSantis. What country do you think has the best government? <clears throat> I think the closest we get to the best government is Australia. They do a lot of things right down under. Mr. Technology, black taxpayers paid reparations to the Japanese Americans. No one said that was too complicated. <laughs> By the way, love your content. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, give, giving me the harsh facts. Um, yeah, no, I, I would say, uh, well, it, in case you don't know what they're talking about, in the 1980s, um, Congress passed a law saying that we, they'd pay reparations to uh, the Japanese Americans who were and the, the family, the ancestors, to a certain extent, of those who were forced to be in these uh, internment camps during World War II. I have a couple of videos on those internment camps. I actually call them concentration camps. 
because that's really technically what they did, but people don't like to use that word because it's of its association with uh, Nazi Germany. Regardless, um, I do think it is apples and oranges because with Japanese Americans, it was a much smaller group. Whereas we're talking about um, African Americans, uh, there's there's tens of millions of African Americans in this country, and I don't know, like there's so many African Americans who are um, have also European ancestry, so they'd have to figure that out. I guess with genetic genetics tests, it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> but do you really want to make everyone take a genetics test? I don't know. Maybe that's why this has kind of gained some more steam in recent years, is because of the rise of. Um, all these people t like me, I took uh, some ancestry tests, uh, DNA tests, and you find out, oh, yeah, okay, um, there's always some surprises in there. Of course, with me, it was all European, so it wasn't too surprising. But <laughs> all right, thanks for bringing up that point. I misread 28. Question 28. Do I need to go back? Let's go back. Anybody who is not a white male is, in some sense, oppressed in our society. I don't think I misread it. <laughs> Is that, I don't know, what would you explain? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Age limit for politicians? Uh, no, I am strongly against that. Um, although I am also frustrated, at the same time, I'm also frustrated with how old uh, politics, especially American politicians are right now. They need to retire. George, thank you. Uh, thoughts on... SFFA v. Harvard that restricted affirmative action. Is there a particular reason you seem hesitant to answer on questions regarding trans people? Um, I think the main thing with to answer your second question is I'm not an expert on um, transgenderism. Um, the main thing is I just want people to live their lives in freedom without being harassed and uh, discriminated against. So that's the main thing. I, I But when it comes to like the nitty gritty of like, the sociological um, or biological parts of it, I just don't, I'm not informed enough to have strong opinions on that. Uh, regarding the decision, um, I, I can kind of see both sides with it. Um, there were some good arguments that, in particular, Asian Americans were being discriminated against with those policies, with uh, certain colleges that were uh, favoring um certain ethnic groups. And so I kind of get, get that. Um, I get the decision. However, um, we just, you know, there are always unintended consequences. And also look at like a lot of what drove that case to happen to begin with was not in good faith. So be aware of that as well. Mr. Beat Your Diet Woke. Uh, thank you, I guess. <laughs> Mr. Solar Sun again, thank you. I saw someone in the chat say that he, she, or they wants you to make a comparison video between China and Japan. Can you do him, do him, her, or they a favor and make that video? I was really leaning towards China and India. However, I will, I will strongly consider this. Thank you for the suggestion. Michael, again, uh, you, you've talked about the Vietnam War a little with videos like the 1968 election, the little lie with the Gulf of Tonkin, et cetera. Will you ever do a full video on it? That's the plan. I am really intimidated to do it. I do know a lot about the Vietnam War just from reading books and watching documentaries on it. I highly encourage everyone to check out the Vietnam War documentary by Ken, Ken Burns, by the way. It is phenomenal. I, In the meantime, though, I do, yeah, I think it would be good if I made one of my 
you know, at this point, uh, this is kind of expected that I have a, if I have a video about something like this, it's usually going to be an introduction, like my introduction to the JFK assassination. Uh, and it's going to be between 20 and 40 minutes long. It's something meant to be played, hopefully in a classroom, uh, or meant to be played to, to someone who doesn't know much about it. And so, um, when I do finally make a video about the Vietnam war, that's how I will do it. It will be an introduction. It is something that, uh, I think it's quite clear that, uh, it was, it did way more harm than good. And I'm not going to sugarcoat any of that, but at the same time, one of my worries, one of my hesitations is it would probably get age restricted and it'd be almost impossible to, um, not have it age restricted. So I think that's one of the, unfortunately, one of the, the reasons why I have uh, put it off, even though I'm really fascinated by it. It's my favorite war to learn about. Okay. I think I'm caught up on super chats. Um, Thank you all for being here. We have one more question. And then we're going to find out if I'm woke. Question 32. I believe that given the same socioeconomic conditions, all groups of people would have the same average IQ. I reject the premise. I think the IQ test is extremely flawed. Uh, I hate that these questions all suck. Most of them suck, I should say. Um, So let's just let's just assume we're talking instead of IQ. This is, they should have just said um, the same intelligence. Um, even that, no, no, because people ha get brain damage. Uh, there are ge genet genetic disorders that make it so your brain can't function the same. Um, also, just intelligence in general is one of those things that's nearly impossible to adequately measure. Um, there are some people, I mean, I, I'm actually a, an advocate in the, the different types of intelligence. Um, I'm just going to keep this one neutral because I, I don't feel like I can confidently say one way or the other when the premise is so bad. Okay, so we'll, we'll keep it neutral. Finish. Let's see if I'm woke or not. Oh, gosh. I, I answer neutral way too much, I guess. You are neutral on the woke question. Of course I am. All right. Well, here we are with the centrist memes again. That's my dog barking, by the way, if you hear. I don't know what she's barking at. Maybe she's barking at me. She's like, you need to answer more one way or the other. What's wrong with you? All right. Explanation of elements. Fighting power involves what the woke see as critical understanding of societal structures, power dynamics, and the roots of oppression. I don't think they really do understand this stuff because a lot of what I was when I was explaining all this, I think uh, I was probably explaining it like more than to what they understand it to be. <laughs> For people who are woke, fighting power entails resisting or negating the historical and ongoing impact of discrimination based on race, gender, sexual orientation, class, and other social categories. Okay. Social justice translates into what those who are woke see as an active engagement in the struggle for social justice. This engagement can take various forms. Challenging norms entails a uprooting or fighting what those who are woke see as the prevailing oppressive norms and assumptions that perpetuate injustice in society. 
all of this can be open to interpretation though. All of this can be, this is all too broad. Alternative knowledge denotes an ongoing process of learning and engagement with that, with what those who are woke see as marginalized lived experiences and ways of knowing and involves staying informed about how minorities or other cultures may have. Okay. Oh, intersectionality. I, I figured that would be on here. Uh, intersectional solidarity entails wh what those who are woke see as fostering empathy towards marginalized groups and a sense of solidarity with those fighting for social change. Okay, a lot of this stuff, I'm just like, yeah, that sounds sounds okay. Doesn't sound like it's empowering underdogs, according to the proponents of the woke movement. Is there really such a thing as the woke movement? Is this really a thing? I've never, if I search in Google woke movement, what, what pops up? Oh, interesting. There's a Wikipedia now. Okay, this is a... Woke is an adjective derived from African-American vernacular English, meaning alert to racial prejudice and discrimination. Okay, so what I explained at the beginning of this, beginning in the 2010s, it came to encompass a broader awareness of social inequalities, such as racial injustice, sexism, and denial of LGBT rights. Uh, I guess I'm woke. Not according to this test, though. I'm more neutral. Interesting. But see, like, it, I kind of, this is like proving that this is, that most of us actually are woke is, is what I think this is proving. Because I, I would say that uh, there's a lot of nuance. There's a lot, a lot of this stuff is kind of like, okay, this, but in certain circumstances, this, because I, I think I was bringing up a lot of times like, oh, well, what about in this situation? Global citizenship among those who are woke, the moral and ethical change that, oh, back to this that they seek extends beyond local and national borders, recognizing the inner. Yeah, we're all humans. Yes. Uh, climate sustainability. Yeah, this is brand new. I don't think this should even be included. Proponents of the woke movement see the climate crisis not just as a serious threat to the planet, but also preoccupy their thoughts with how climate change can have an impact on vulnerable communities, such as those in developing countries. To them, climate change is thus not just a scientific or economic issue, but a moral one, deep, deeply interwoven with their quest for social justice. But that doesn't line up with your questions because your questions were making it seem like it was it was uh, not about morality. It, um, I need to go back and look at them, but <sighs> this test sucked. I'm sorry that you all had to go through this. I thought it would be better, frankly. A lot of people were sharing their results on... Um, Social media, and I just like, oh, I'll give it a, a try. Uh, if you use the word woke regularly, um, just stop, I would say. I would say it's not really, it's doing more harm than good. Um, I think that whenever you hear somebody say woke, just assume that they're probably using it in a weaponized way. They're trying to use it as a rhetorical tool to persuade somebody to agree with them on whatever because people use it for every issue imaginable these days. Unless like somebody woke up, you know, like they woke up from taking a nap, I guess you can call them woke then, I guess, that's fine. All right, well, that'll do it. Happy holidays, everyone. I'm probably not gonna live stream until after Christmas. 
I might do a, a live stream on my Discord server. Actually, probably going to do a year-end one. If you haven't joined my Discord server, I'll put the link in the description. But yeah, um, apparently I'm neutral. All right. Take care, everyone. Thanks for being here.